What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards. If it is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Today has been a crazy day for me, so I might be a little bit more excited, a little bit extra hype. If you follow me on Twitter, you will see that I am just absolutely on one today. I don't even know what the hell is going on. But today has been a good day, so I wanted to share that all with you a little bit. Not that anything particular has happened. I want to just share that energy, share that motivation on this Monday. Maybe here on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I hope you have an amazing day and an amazing week. Oh man, I just need the breath there. I just need to just decompress. I've just been crazy, going crazy for God knows how long. I, I delayed recording this episode. I don't even know what to do. But if you are listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'm glad to have you here. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rate and review if you love this episode because it's it could be a fun one. You know, I think that what is going to happen today is going to be a bit of a shift, you know, like I I don't I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm usually, you know, a little prepared. I got a topic in mind. I'm not really sure today though where it's going to go. I'm just my mind is all different places right now. I'm just full of energy. It's crazy. I don't I don't even know what the hell is going on, but I'm here for you guys. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing week. And I hope I can continue to motivate you, push you, to keep you going. So with that being said, you know, this past week was crazy for me. Um, it's it's one of those things, you know, you plan out so many things. And I've told you guys that I plan so much. But the one thing you can't plan for, one thing you can't, um, you know, determine is like different things that happen on in your life. It could be an event. It could be something in someone else's life. And man, when we talk about Wednesday, one of the craziest days I've seen in a long time, not just for me personally, but also in, in the States, you know, with people storming the Capitol, that was like... You know, we're talking about a moment in history that people will probably never forget. They'll remember where they were. They remember what happened, how they found out. I was asleep. You know, I was asleep. I woke up that Wednesday morning and I felt like shit. I felt like death. Like I I legitimately thought I probably had coronavirus and I didn't know what to do. I felt terrible. I woke up at like 5 a.m. I was sick. My stomach hurt. My back hurt. I couldn't breathe that well. Like, everything was going on. I had a massive headache. I had the chills, like, you know, everything, everything you could imagine, you know, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And I couldn't sleep. I could barely move. I was weak and oh man, nauseous, like everything you could imagine. I felt, I must, I don't know what happened to me, but I had a really bad flu of some sort and it just wasn't going away. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. And thankfully for me, you know, um, you know, you just kind of go through the motions, you know, drink a little bit if you can, take some medicine, some Advil, whatever. And next thing I know, it's around one o'clock. I'm still feeling like shit, you know, like I had a shower, try and just like make myself feel a little bit better, cleanse my body, all that stuff. And and then I ended up actually falling asleep. I fell asleep, you know, right around one o'clock and I wake up and God, I must have had, I think, 12 or 13 text messages, most of them from my best friend, Alex, like, yo, 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 you got to fucking check this shit out. You got to like turn on the news. And then he called me too. So usually when he calls me, I know it's something. So I call him right back and I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, bro, like, look at the news, turn it on, turn on CNN, Fox, fucking whatever. You got to see this shit. And man, when I say one of the craziest sights I've ever seen, you know, like we're talking about people just everywhere storming the capital pandemic curfew people don't give a shit they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do when you talk about just the actual implications of this you know and so many people are talking about well why didn't anyone do anything about it why didn't anyone stop them why didn't you know this happen if they were black they would have all been shot which 
I'm not all of them, but someone would have got shot. More people would have got shot than the one woman who unfortunately passed away. And so it's just like crazy. And I'm, I'm not trying to turn this to a political podcast, but this is about me. This is about my life. And when I woke up and saw that, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Seriously. It was like, I couldn't even imagine seeing that. I just, I, it's one of those things, you know, you, you see it, you watch it, you hear about it, you will talk about it. You, you just don't expect to ever actually see something like that happen. You know, that was like completely mind blowing. It'll be ingrained in my brain forever. But kind of back to that day, it was just like, for me, the craziest day being so sick in the morning, then waking up feeling a little bit better and slowly, you know, getting better throughout the day. And thankfully, you know, even by Thursday, I felt a little bit better. And then by Friday, I was kind of fine after that. And now I'm, I'm basically good again. But when I talk about that day, for a lot of people, no, just threw off my whole week. You know, I had some plans. I had to do some studying. I had some planning I had to do. I wanted to maybe make a YouTube video. I wanted to, you know, do some other stuff. Um, I did some editing for a friend and all that, but I just, you know, I, I just couldn't get any of it done. Like it was, it was one of those things that just, it was the event. It was being sick. It was everything. It just kind of threw everything off, threw off my sleep cycle. Cause the next day I had to sleep for like 11 hours to finally, you know, recoup all that sleep I lost the night before. Cause I basically only slept for like three hours. So, you know, again, another day thrown off, thrown off my routine. I wasn't able to read when I wanted to read and I wasn't sleeping the appropriate hours. And I'm still trying to, you know, get that all fixed because it just threw me off all weekend. Then, you know, I'm watching football all weekend because I love football and it's the playoffs and all that. So I'm doing all that kind of, that kind of threw me off a little bit too. And you know, again, you know, national championship today, I'm fucking pumped for that. That's going to be so sick. Alabama is going to wipe the floor with Ohio State, I hope. I mean, I hope Ohio State gives them a good game. I hope Justin Fields plays good, but you know, it's, we're going to see what happens with that. But like I said, you know, just threw off my whole week. And one of the things I wanted to say to all of you guys listening, now that I've kind of got through my tangent about, you know, Wednesday and how it threw off my week is just, I think you should allow yourself the forgiveness to say, you know what? I had a bad week. Like I had a bad week. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish that same week for me, when I say I accomplished very little of what I wanted to do, I accomplished some things. I'm like happy about what I was able to do in the first couple of days. But then, like I said, Wednesday basically just took me off the rails. And then today, you know, I'm kind of trying to get back into the fold, trying to get things straight. And at least for me, I have no problem saying to myself, you know what? Last week didn't go as planned, but this week, just try to get back on track. Try to get back on schedule. Don't force yourself to then come up with a new set of goals. You didn't even achieve what you wanted to do last week. So do it this week. You know, maybe you did two of the five things you wanted to do last week. Awesome. Now finish those, finish those last few things and then get on track for the following week. And yes, that will take me to the third week of January. Not exactly where I hope to be. I hope to be a little bit further in my goals for the month, but yet I need to be understanding. I need to be compassionate for my situation. I can't just expect myself to be perfect and knock everything out of the park each and every week. That's just not realistic. And so for me, and I would tell all of you guys listening, it's okay to, I don't want to say fail. It's, it is good to fail. Hopefully you learn something from that, but it's good to allow yourself the flexibility to try something again, try to achieve those goals again, try to get back on track. If something maybe happened, that was a little out of your control. But at the same time, you can't just let those things go and just not do them now. I don't want these things to throw you off course. Like I talked about last week with the gym, one of the biggest things is just 
being able to get back on track. Maybe you were sick for a week and so you didn't go to the gym. Then going back again is hard. It's hard to get back in the flow of things, but you need to at least force yourself to be back in that killer mindset. Be back into that mindset where you're ready to crush all your goals for the next week. Yes, you had a setback. Yes, you're not where you want to be relative to your month, three month yearly goals, but you're hoping you can get back on track, adjust a little bit, be better the next week, and then become and get to where you want to get to by the end of it all. Now, the reason why I wanted to use those words, that killer mindset, is because I was watching the Tiger documentary um, by HBO. And when people talk about Tiger Woods, you know, like I'm, I'm born in 93, 27. So I don't really understand Tiger Woods. Like I don't really understand the mindset, the, the mania that was Tiger Woods at the time. Because when he was coming up as an amateur, he was 16 basically to 21. I think that's around between 93 and 98 or so because he won the amateur in 96 and 97. So for me, I was like three, four years old. I didn't, I didn't know who the fuck Tiger Woods was. I don't remember any of that. Like it's just for me, it what didn't exist. Basically, he was just a guy that I'm sure I sat on someone's lap and watched him play golf at some point. So for me to watch that, it was just like crazy inspiring to see this guy who was just unbreakable like completely unbreakable and yes we all know the story of Tiger Woods after but to see a guy be so dominant so unbreakable so unflappable despite everything that's going on you know I've I'm a big sports fan so I've seen a lot of athletes who have been generational and the best ever like you can really only compare this guy to LeBron James in any semblance and I don't even think it's even close I think the hype around LeBron James was crazy but I don't think it's even close to Tiger Woods. Like, I don't even think it's even cl- like they're not even in the same breath. He is probably when you talk about just like pandemonium over an athlete, he's basically number one. Like MJ didn't even really have that until he was famous. Tiger was legit the chosen one from the time he was like 10 years old. His father, Earl, basically nurtured him and cared for him and forced him into doing all these things. Wouldn't even let him do anything beyond beyond golf. And I'm sure he loves golf. I'm sure he, he always wanted to practice. But yet, you know, he didn't really have that prototypical childhood. He had overbearing parents, all these things. But it's very admirable to see the dude just go out and kill shit every single time. And people talk about how, like, the dude was basically unbeatable. Like, you couldn't even get in his head at all. He was never out of sync. He was always on target. He never missed anything. And he was just, he was unbeatable for, you know, 10 years of his career. He basically never lost. And it's just, it's crazy to see that because of how good he was. And to just think about how does someone become that? How do you get to that level people talk about MJ people talk about Kobe but you don't talk about Tiger really because most people you know they don't care for golf they don't really you know that's not their thing whatever but when you actually dive into the psyche of who he was as a person it's like crazy just to be able to say like yeah like I'm the best I know it you know you're signing autographs there's people constantly around you like there's no way you can ever break this guy and it starts from his father who used to fuck with him on the golf course all the time to throw his concentration off to piss him off to get under his skin preparing him for the inevitable that would be the PGA Tour and all of his fame and pandemonium around him but it's crazy to think that like he was legitimately trained that way from an early age and it's 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 just nuts to me like I think about what I want to be what I want to accomplish the kind of people that I want to inspire 
And it's just, it's insane to me that one person can just be so driven to be the best and, and to want to do that all while having so many things going on around them. And yeah, of course, we don't know like the true story. We'll never know what's going on in his head at a certain moment. But even to have that on the exterior is just, it's, it's crazy to me. Like it's insane. The admiration I have for him to be able to just kill shit like each and every day is man it's nuts like it's something that everyone it's 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 not for everyone it's it's just not like just being that good that arrogant in some respects that level of perfection it's just not for everyone but when I think about me and I think about the person that I am if I was that good at something and I could just be like fuck everybody else like I'm doing this shit I would do it like that's just the kind of person that I am not to say that I would alienate people or I would try and put people down. I always want to be like, especially now, I always want to be like lifting people up and trying to help people out. But man, his level of dominance, his level of killer instinct, that mindset is just crazy. And I just, I, 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 I've been thinking about it ever since I watched the doc uh, part one last night. And I would highly encourage anyone to watch it because the problem is with him, with all these people who are so dominant, just have that killer mentality. People say that Mamba mentality, of course, relating to Kobe, um, rest in peace to him. But it's just like being that good takes that level of focus that most people will never even reach in their entire lives. And to say that it's like, I'm not even close. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to be that focused on one singular goal and and but that's what it takes sometimes to get to even close to what his level is like even close like even just to say like whoo i'm i'm within uh i'm i'm a you know closer even within the same stratosphere like that's that's what it takes that laser focus that dedication that pride that love for whatever it is that you're doing that most people just simply do do not have will never have and something even for me like i'm still trying to even get you know that level because that's just it's another level it's it, there's levels to this and there's just another level that most people just will never get to but tiger was there but he was there when he was young and that's where it's just like even more impressive to see someone dominate and just kill shit for that long and even now you know like now he's still one of the best he's just his body's let him down and certain things have not gone in his favor but he's still one of the best golfers like it's it's very hard to argue that he's not um in a general sense and there's so many people that he inspired that wanted to be the next tiger woods and like even for me like my name is Jordan for a reason because my dad wanted me to be, I don't know if he wanted me to be like Jordan, but he wanted to kind of instill that in me from a very young age that whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to do it great. You know, I'm going to do it great. And it's it's a crazy dynamic to see how his father Earl treated him and kind of like, not how my dad treated me, but looking at kind of the parallels between the two, like most people would frown on hit that parenting style, that overbearing, overprotective, but it fucking worked. And so that's where it's it's crazy because it's so hard to say, like, did he do the right thing? Was his dad too hard on him? Yes. Did he practice too much? Yes. Did he do this? Yes. But ultimately, he set him up for future success, which is what every parent wants. Every parent wants their kids to be successful. My dad wants me to be successful. Your parents want you to be successful. How they go about it, they do it their own way. His dad chose to do it a certain way. And it's it's very difficult to say that he was unsuccessful. Yes, his dad had problems. His family had problems. They forced him to do things that most parents don't do. 
but the end result is what it is. It is what it is. And it's very fascinating to watch, to hear people talk about because the end result was what it was. And you know, there's a bunch of failures out there. You know, there's a bunch, but you look at, for me at least, present day, I look at LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball has three sons, two that are in the NBA, two that were second overall picks and honestly are damn good basketball players. So it's hard to argue that he took this, he took his three sons and manifested two of them to be pretty damn good basketball players, like NBA players that are going to make hundreds of millions of dollars over their career. And maybe he he wants some money. Maybe he wants to kind of live vicariously through them, which is what a lot of parents do. But maybe he's just at the end of the day, happy that he got his kids to where they have money forever. Like he set them up. He helped them get to where they wanted to go and he helped them achieve their dreams. Maybe it was his dream in some respects as well, but it's just like, it is admirable in some senses. Like the way I look at myself and the way that I played sports, I grew up, I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted. And my parents, you know, they'd let me train if I wanted to train. I'm sure they gave me as much as I wanted, but I was an inherently lazy kid. You know, I had a lot of ability early on. And eventually that ability only got me so far and I was content with that. I, w- I never necessarily strived to be better than I was. I was just cool, you know, dominating at my level, which was low and didn't really care to get much higher. Never really strive for better than that. And again, like I'm saying, my parents never pushed me to be that. It was, you know, completely up to me. If I wanted to take private lessons, I'm sure I could have. If I wanted to do great things, I'm sure I could have in some respects, But now it's about, for me, like, how do I make the most of myself? Do I want to then become that level of dedicated, strive that hard for something? Not to say that I'm not going to strive hard for something, but like I said, there's levels to this. And is it something that I want to pursue? If I want to be the greatest, you know, director in history, let's say, let's just go to the very top, the greatest director ever ahead of Christopher Nolan, like whoever the fuck you want to put up on your list of great directors. I love Christopher Nolan. That's why he's, he's one of my favorites. So I said his name, but if you want to be, if I want to be up there, how do I go about doing that? How do I get on that pantheon? And how do I get on that trajectory to eventually get there? Do I have to start when I'm three? No, of course not. I could, you know, develop it now if I wanted to, will I ever get that good? Maybe if I put in the dedication, if I put in the time, if I work at it, but it's very admirable for me to, you know, look at someone who just saw his son. He wanted his son to be a great golfer. His son claimed to, you know, like golf at an early age, could hit a ball when he was really young, all these different things. And, you know, I'm sure his dad had a heavy influence on that anyways, but it's very cool to just kind of see that play out, how that development happened and ultimately the downfall of it with a lot of people, a lot of parents who can be a little bit overbearing is their kids grow to resent them in their later age when they get that freedom and they have that ability to do whatever they want. It starts off with respect and love, but eventually that respect and love fades away as they get more freedoms and eventual resentment. And that's just what happens. But if you're a parent and you take your kid to that level and then they take themselves even higher from that, it'd be hard for me to be upset. You know, it's it'd be hard for me to not talk to my kid, but I know in my heart of hearts that I had good intentions and I got them there. Even if, even if they only got, you know, to a certain level that was still extremely high, but then they wanted to go on their own for the rest of it. I think I could live with that. And I'm not saying that this is the correct parenting style, be overbearing, you know, tell your kids what to do, but it's, it makes me think, you know, like why do kids need that choice? 
And the perfect example, that's, I don't want to go this far, but I'm going to say it because I'm just going to say it and we're, and I'm going to discuss it is in China, you know, people used to have legitimate specialties from birth. They would train like gymnasts. They're trained to be gymnasts from birth. They trained to be, you know, engineers, whatever. But the thing that becomes of that is you are so good at that one thing that you're way better than anyone in North America would ever be because most people in North America they go through the school system they learn something small they might pick up something here and eventually you know they figure it out and then become an accountant when they're 25 imagine if you were an accountant when you were five years old or six years old and you're learning all the basics of, of accounting like it, there's something to be said about it and the reason why I love the gymnastics narrative is because gymnastics is so competitive no like around the world especially in the states and in china that you you literally have to start when you are like three years old or you will never get to a level that you need to be to compete in the olympics the only exception i believe in recent memory is simone biles who's the best gymnast in in history but i believe she started when she was eight years old and, you know, she's the best gymnast ever, but it's still crazy to think that like most gymnasts, it doesn't matter who you talk to, they, they put their kids in gymnastics. If they want them to be gymnasts, you got to put them in gymnastics when they're two, three dance. It's very same way, two, three years old. And then they just grow through there, through the system. And, but it, it ultimately for some people brings out the best results. And, and Tiger Woods is a product of that being in golf for so long. Most people don't even pick it up until they're probably at least five or six, probably even older than that, because golf is one of the hardest sports to play. You can't just pick up a club, swing it and hit the ball straight like that's never going to happen. But in his case, he was a lot closer to that. He was a lot closer to being the best, even at that age of two, three. He could hit the ball straight. He had mechanics somehow and, and just made it work. But it's it's definitely something that just I can't stop thinking about how that happens how do you become so elite and you know there's a lot of different theories you know you guys can go and read the book outliers where he talk where malcolm gladwell talks about all these different outliers and all these people and the ten thousand hour rule where you need ten thousand hours to be a master of something but it's just it's like crazy to me crazy that someone could be so fucking good at something so good and on top of that be so good and know they're so good that like you can't even get in their head you can't touch them because he's just that fucking good. Like Tiger is just next level. And it's like you compare him to MJ who people just say was a complete asshole. Like he was just an asshole because he wanted to be the best. He was so good. And that's all he wanted. He wanted to win. He wanted to win more than anyone else. He'd do it no matter how he had to do it. He'd work his ass off to get it done. Tiger, the same way, man. You work your ass off. You get it done. You get better every day. You constantly improve. That's how you become successful. No matter what you do, no matter how you go about it, practice, practice, practice. Work fucking hard. Work to the bone. Work more than everyone else, and eventually you'll get to where you want to get to. Now, of course, this goes in any industry. If you work and you practice and you constantly improve, eventually you're probably going to get to where you want to go. And that's just how it works. You know, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here trying to motivate you guys. That's why I'm here. Even for myself, becoming a better podcaster is a product of podcasting, a product of being on the mic, a product of doing all the things that I preach about building good habits, constantly repeating, learning, growing, 
These are the things that I want you guys to take from this podcast, from this episode, how you can be better. And I really want to see how many people can really embrace that killer, that killer instinct, that killer mentality, because I feel like it's frowned upon. I feel like most people don't believe in it. You can't be that selfish. You can't be that laser focused. You have to, at some point, let go and, you know, do something else or be someone else. But in some cases, you just look at the results and you're like, fuck, man, like, why the hell am I out here not taking photos every day? Why am I even working? Why am I trying to get a job? Why am I learning a different skill? Like, why the fuck do I even go to Starbucks and get food? Like, who gives a shit about that? I should be doing whatever it is I want to do to become the best at what I want to do, you know? And, and, And it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, I, I just, it's running through my head so much because I want all of you to be motivated to be the best version of yourself, to be the fucking, like, whatever the hell you want to be, be the best version of that. And then take that and be fucking better than that. Because there's just nothing that people can say when you outwork everybody. When you outwork everybody, there is nobody who can tell you what to do and how to do it. Yes, you can still improve. Yes, you can still be better. But as long as you're constantly working and you're doing the right things to get better, it is very difficult for someone to say that you're not doing everything you can to succeed. Of course, that comes at a price. For some people, it's their mental health. For some people, it's friends. For some people, it's having a good time. But in some ways, man, like it's just, this is, for some people, what they have to do to succeed, what they have to do to get to where they want to get to because it's never going to be easy. Some people, they can work their job and they can, you know, do a good job and that's fine. They'll get to where they want to go because they've allowed themselves to be in that position. But for some people, you have to just be willing to sacrifice everything and and or at least make some sacrifice to get to where you want to go like to get to where you're at a level that you are content with that you are happy with where you want to be and that to me is ultimately what this is all about what this podcast is about what me wanting to help people is about is not just to be better for myself but to be better for you as well to help you to learn to get to where you want to go and just to stop worrying all the time about what it is that might happen and for once be like tiger woods and just go out and fucking do it because there's just nothing that i take from that guy that I, that i've known for so long that says stop that says take a break that says like just even a breath he worked he was passionate he did his thing and look where it got him. I'm not saying be him. I'm not saying don't be faithful to your partner. I'm not saying do all the bad things that he did. But in some respects, a lot of what he did made him who he was. And who he was was someone that was damn good at what he did. And that to me is ultimately what it comes down to. We can talk about being good, being humble, but there's something about being the best, wanting to be the best, knowing nobody can fucking touch you, knowing that nobody can get on your level, knowing that you have that focus that everyone strives for, that ultimately you can't get to unless you take that fucking idea, whatever it is, and just go after it as hard as you possibly can. 
The moment you're able to do that, it may unlock a potential in you that you've never seen, a potential in you that you didn't realize you had until you finally decided to go for it. Why is it that so many of us struggle, me included, I'm going to be very open honest about that. So many of us struggle to just take that idea and just fucking go for like just whatever it is, reach out and just grab it. Because the problem is we're all afraid or we don't have the time or we don't have that. I get it. I, I fully understand it. And I've talked about not compromising your situation. But in some respects, the amount of time, effort and work this guy put into what he did is extremely admirable, extremely 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 admiring for me to see the end result and like I said it's not gonna happen for everybody but most people don't give themselves enough credit they don't give themselves a shot they don't give themselves what it takes to really get there you need to have the freedom you need to have the time you need to have the dedication and ultimately the work ethic and you will get there you will get there or you will get a lot further than you ever thought you could until you put that time in until you put that dedication into your craft like you say you are, like you want to do, like you ultimately become. Just for one minute, think about what it is that you want. Think about that mindset. What is it going to take? How am I going to get there? How am I going to become the person that I actually want to be? Not the person that I look in the mirror, not the person that I look at in the mirror every day. How is it that I can become that final form, that Tiger Woods, that killer instinct that I, the person that I ultimately want to be, how do I become that? Because that person, that individual is the person that we all should want to be. That just, man, there's something about it that I just can't, I can't put a word to. I can't describe what it would be like, but part of me empathizes and wants that just to have that killer mentality about whatever it is I want to do that level of passion, dedication to the craft. We should all want that, in my opinion. Maybe not to his degree, but I feel like there's that level of complacency in all of us that says, well, I can't quite get there. But I don't think any of us really allow ourselves the time and opportunity to get there. And so with that being said, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to The Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the links down below in the description. And I'll talk to you guys next week. I hope this motivated you. I hope you guys keep pushing for what you want. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. I love you and keep fucking going.